I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal. This is your Peak Daily for Monday, September 26th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, there's a lot going on in the world of sports. And so last week, there were 13 million viewers of the first Thursday night football broadcast on Amazon Prime. That's drawing over 4 million more than the NFL Network's Thursday broadcast did during the same time last year. So Amazon bought the rights to Thursday night football, and it seems to be doing really well for them. Did you tune into the game at all? I didn't, but I have gone to an NFL game this week, but I didn't watch on Thursday night. But NFL, it's pretty good to watch on TV. It's really good. Well, I think that the big thing is, is it's the last form of TV that you have to watch live, like you can't record it. And so it's especially valuable to advertisers and streaming services. And actually, the the neat thing is that they actually got more new Amazon users through this Thursday Night Football and Prime Video feature than they have on any other single day. So it's, it's a huge deal for Amazon. It's already paid off. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Brett, aside from the NFL season on Amazon Prime, what do we have for Peak Files today? For first story, Russia is mobilizing. For our second story, BNPL is coming to your farmer's market and other retailers. And for our last story, Canada's trying to grow its presence in Asia. For our first story, Russia's decision to mobilize military reserves for the first time since World War II has triggered a crisis as protests erupt and then flee to neighboring countries. Brett, this is a pretty serious escalation in the war. What do Peak Pals need to know? So since announcing the call up for about 300,000 people to join the military, the Kremlin confirmed some men will be exempt given their current role in the war effort, including IT workers, bankers, and state media journalists, some of those people. You have to think could should not get that exemption. Yeah, propagandists get the pass. Anyway, yeah. the decree reportedly includes a classified paragraph that actually allows for the mobilization of up to a million people. Now, Russia has said that new troops will only come from the ranks of those with military experience and the troops would only serve to defend, not invade. But that seems tenuous. Yeah, it does. However, men without combat experience have been called up and defendable territory could change following referendums across four Ukrainian provinces. And this matters because Ukraine has made serious military advances in recent weeks, but Russia has 100 million more citizens to leverage in its ongoing war effort. If they comply, that is, wait times at border crossings into neighboring Georgia have hit 12 hours and flights to Istanbul and Yerevan are sold out, Brett. And this is the bottom line. The world is split on what to do next. Germany will welcome fleeing Russians, but Lithuania, Estonia and the Czech Republic have said that they won't. For our second story, buy now, pay little services, BNPL, are coming to your local farmer's market. Jay, does that mean that I'll finally be able to pay for my artisanal soap haul in four payments? I guess it does. And it's because Block is rolling out BNPL options on its point of sale platform, Square. Now, BNPL is booming in Canada. Amazon has also announced it will now offer BNPL options through a firm and RBC plans to roll out its own tool, PayPlan. As consumers grow more comfortable breaking up purchases into smaller payments, Even Apple is creating its own version of BNPL for Apple Pay. Now, Block, known for its little square white card reader that plugs to a headphone jack, or used to, actually, and now plugs into a lot of jacks, but has become a fixture in the small business ecosystem, offering services like bank cards and business loans. Luke Voyles, the general manager at Square Banking, told The Peak, we took more risk than the banks would to allow small businesses to access the financial system. 
Now, after BNPL exploded in popularity, as people spent lockdown shopping for things they didn't need or couldn't really afford, Block went in on the opportunity. But BNPL has been subject to scrutiny from regulators concerned that it entices young shoppers to rack up bills spending far more than they can afford. Now, most BNPL plans don't charge interest, but whack customers with sizable late fees if they fail to make a payment. One third of BNPL users have made a late payment and incurred fees, but so far, Canadian regulators have taken a hands-off approach. And the bottom line is, with prices high and interest rates rising, which makes credit cards less appealing, today's economy is as ideal as it could get for cashing in on BNPL. For our last story, after the slap in the face that was being left out of the U.S. Indo-Pacific trade framework earlier this year, Canada is revamping efforts to increase its influence in the region. I'm still angry about being left out of the agreement, Jay. Now, Canada has joined a new U.S.-led alliance aimed at strengthening ties with Indo-Pacific nations, which include Australia, New Zealand, and dozens of Asian countries bordering the Pacific Ocean, although notably not China or Taiwan. The group, Partners in the Blue Pacific, is offering these countries assistance in areas like economic development and environmental protection. Now, this matters because the Indo-Pacific region has more suitors than this season of The Bachelorette because of China's encroaching influence. At the moment, and like others, Canada wants a seat at the table because its economic future will be impacted by decisions made in the region. The region offers China a low-cost, high-reward opportunity to score symbolic, strategic, and tactical victories in pursuit of its global agenda. That, according to a U.S. congressional report. The bigger picture is that Western nations will need to balance matters of global security as China makes warlike overtures in Taiwan with continuing to do business with China. Now, that's what we call a big first day on the job for Canada's new ambassador to China, that's for sure. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in the country. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Dale and Brett, thanks guys. 